Alright guys, so how is a really bad suicide helpline and a short guy talking to a tall person the same? How's the weather up there? <laughs> that was great. Hi, Artie. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what you decide to walk that, in. That was, that oh, was the I'll, entrance right there. There we go. That's, that's, uh, How's the weather up there? That's pretty rough. It is pretty rough. Boo. But not, a, not as rough as the landing. Ayo. Ayo. Uh, that gets a D minus from me. That's a groaner. That's a groaner. That's okay. That's yeah. My bad. Uh welcome back, no, don't, everyone. Don't ever oh, apologize. Oh, oh. I'm so sorry. But yes, no, welcome not. back. Yeah, welcome. Hello. Welcome back. Uh we have a very special guest uh on this episode of It's Anus Thing. It is Wyatt's brother, R T. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Watch Mojo. <laughs> <laughs> wow, topical uh, and timely reference. That was good. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Are we good? Yeah, I think I'm fine. You, you done dying? Yeah. COVID's not even the newest fab anymore. I actually had COVID like a week ago or two weeks ago, something like that. Straight up? Yeah, but like, actually. Oh, my gosh. Just getting attention now. Uh, hey, dude. Why, why do you think we're doing the podcast? Like, what? <laughs> At this point, Jeez. if you have t- COVID in the year 2022... That's so cringe, bro. You're just doing it for, for attention, attention honestly. Honestly, it just means you don't wash your hands enough. Like, really? Like, come you on, should, be You should have drank from a hose as a kid. Uh, I never... I, so, I never really did that because... That's I why you like caught COVID. Yeah, you're probably right, but like I don't like the I don't like the taste of dirt. So, like I actually have or this hose. Or I like hose. the taste of hose I I love, now. I was or gonna water. say I love the taste of hose, um, but yeah. So like I I I'm really picky about my water that I drink, and everybody tells me if it tastes like dirt, that means you're getting all the minerals, and I'm like, fuck you, no. I don't think that's what that means anyway, because there is like mineral water. Yeah, that right. Doesn't taste like dirt. And also, there is like black water, right? I've the, seen that. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that the advertisement. Does. That shit straight tastes like a penny. And See, it's just it's copper. It's honestly awful. That it is not disgusting. hydrating, nothing. I enjoy it. I've never had it, so I don't really have an opinion, but I can say that, like, if I get a. a so just l- imagine this setting. You go over to a friend's house, and they're like, hey, you want something to drink? You're like, yeah, I'll take some water. And they come out with a, a fucking clear glass that's black. <laughs> Like, come on now. What's wrong with black? Uh, well, in my water. In my water, I, I don't. I'm not. I don't approve. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I love black people, though. <laughs> wow. Are you against blacks in your water? Uh, in my water, yeah. Blacks in my water? No thanks. In this economy, it's more common than you'd think. What? <laughs> in today's episode, we're gonna break down the the dangers and. That's it. That's all I got. Good one. Uh, <laughs> the dangers. I, uh, I mean, yeah, uh, we don't live in Flint, Michigan, though, so I don't think that it's ever happened to you well, personally that someone's brought out a, a oh, tainted glass of absolutely water. Absolutely not. But, like, see, that's what I almost feel like is, like, the bl- idea of black water and all of that is just to normalize our water <laughs> getting tainted and shit. Uh. Like, it just, it's just our, our quality of life is slowly going down, and they're like... How can we make money off of this? It's like the people that are starting to eat bugs as like their major form of protein yeah. because meat is going to be extinct in the future. Yeah. Sure. Bro, or at least natural meat because they're already See, doing like lab grown meat. You know? Yeah, exactly. So, like, that's not like what Soylent is, right? Like, because, like, no. so- Soylent is like what I've heard is the future. And I don't really, I've never looked into it. So, like, I'm kind of not, not educated on the matter. Okay. So, Soylent. It's kind of like an in-joke with the company because Soylent, the name, comes from the old, it's like a 70s, 60s movie. Uh, oh, I think I've heard It's an older this. movie called Soylent Green. I've okay? heard this. Yes, and I have heard this. The whole joke in that movie, or not even joke because it's like a serious sci-fi mystery, but uh, the plot is a man is investigating a bunch of disappearances, right? And they all are linked back to Soylent Green, which has become essentially the meal replacement, not by choice, but by, like, requirement, because there's not enough food to go around in the world. Uh, so he's investigating Soylent Green. He's investigating the disappearances of, his, of a bunch of different people. And it turns out that they're making Soylent Green out of people. So, yeah. Soylent, the company as it exists today, gets its name from that, which I what find if they're just so making, good. What if they're just making it out of people? That'd be hilarious. I'm into it. I mean, hey. Yeah, everybody loves Sweeney Todd. 
It's true. That's true. Have you ever seen Sweeney Todd? Oh, of course. Yes. Okay. Yeah, Johnny Depp's great. Funny. I haven't. Have oh. you seen the actual? I know. What's what's that one chick's name? Bella, hold up, hold Bella up. We got to keep staring at him for a little bit more. <laughs> great audio okay. experience. Oh yeah. yes, thank you. That's okay. Uh, yeah, because what's that one chick's name? Bella. Bellatrix Lestrange. Yeah, that's not that, her name. Uh, yeah, really that's like not her name. But I know you know what her name is. I just know her as the chick from Harry Potter. Elena Bonham Carter. Uh, Helen Helena Bolin Carter. Bonham. Bonham Carter. B O N H A M. I believe. Shout out Helena. That's just a great name. Like Helena is a great name. If you can go by three names and all of them sound good together, it's pretty impressive. Absolutely. Now I'm trying to think who else has a good three name like. Well, I was gonna say Samuel L. Jackson, but that, that that second one is just actually like the L stands for motherfucker. That's it. Nice. What Once does again, the, what good does, topical reference? What does the L actually stand for? Liam. What Lee. if it's like Samuel Liam Jackson? Okay. While I'm looking this up, Lisa. I wanna, Samuel Lisa Jackson. Ooh, powerful. That would be powerful. Uh, okay, I want to ask you guys this Uh-oh. while I'm looking up Samuel L. Jackson's middle name. Uh, what is your f- go-to water since we're because uh, okay okay okay, okay. And before before I lead you with that question, I think we can all agree, worst water brand, Dasani. Dasani. <laughs> absolutely, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, Dasani. You can absolutely. smell the plastic in the water. Yeah. Well, and it's actually the pH levels because, like, I mean, I know that you're supposed to have certain pH levels in the water you drink, but I know that it has a higher like pH level, which is like the acid, right? Like that's how much acidity is that a word? Acidity? Yes. Yeah. That's acidity how much, and base. Basically that that like that's how much is in the sauna, and it has actually a higher pH level than like others, like which is really not good. That would be a very good YouTube video for us. We could get those pH test strips and. Dump you know what we should water. do? We should actually just do like a blind test of like waters and see if we can pick out Dasani. Yeah, watches love Dasani. <laughs> You're like, wow, this is actually so good. This is this really is good. this is this spring water? Yeah. Okay. Um, so so I, but go ahead. Dasani. No, I was just going to say, what's your favorite water? So I wanted to. I did want to circle back to this. So I'm actually really glad that you brought it back up. Uh, I think it is a total scam to like pay for bottled water. To be honest, probably true. Oh, no, Almost prob- definitely absolutely. Because like, so I don't buy bottled water. I have a filter, so I just I just fill up my own. Like I, I like my water. My water tastes better than any of that bottled shit. Brita water, then. It's not Brita. I don't know what what brand of water filter I have. But let me so I'm bougie, bro. Like I'm so bougie because I have a whole home filter on my house. So like I actually have a filter on the like the water all the entire intake that comes oh, into my RO house. System? Reverse osmosis system. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that ain't bougie. That's yesterday. Uh, well, yeah. Welcome most, to 1980. They actually make the water taste really good, though. Most people I talk to don't have a whole home filter, so oh, get wow. on my level. Um, oh, but man. yeah, so I have a whole home filter, and then I actually have a filter. So <laughs> I have a filter at my sink in the the kitchen, which is where I fill up all my water, and then I also have filters on all of my showers. Very nice. It's wonderful. Okay, it's if absolutely you, great. If you want to talk about bouginess, though. Ciroc vodka. Well, yes, yes please. I, I actually shower in Ciroc. <laughs> that's, that's how bougie I am. I actually just take showers in Ciroc, and it dries out my skin, and I have to moisturize with uh, with pure cocoa butter that was squozen from the squozen. cocoa bean. From the cocoa bean that same day. As opposed to day. squeezed. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Uh, but uh, I agree, because we don't think about it very often, because bottled water is so ubiquitous, but... It is like one step away from buying air, like in the Lorax. Well, I would say, like, because I'm fairly certain that most bottled water is literally just tap water. Like, what is? I want to go to one of these water bottle, like these these water bottling fact- factories, and like see what the process is. I it's- believe. If they advertise certain things, I'm joking. If they advertise certain things in their, like, image, I guess. marketing. Well, it's a whole thing because if you look at, like, Evian, right? Yeah, they yeah. They literally yeah. say, 
distilled from the French or, Alps or, or Fiji water, right? Same and like thing. exactly, I would like to go and see like how the fuck do they literally? Do they just have like a couple people who like literally just take the buckets like that they hold <laughs> on their shoulders and they just like walk up to the top and like they come back down. You know, it's like <laughs> you know, it's good when you got some poor Chinaman on the water for you. <laughs> That's how you know it's going to be extra. Hashtag, hashtag corporate America. Wait, wait, wait. Do we have to censor out Chinaman? I feel like that, that one might be well, on the Well, according the to one of, I think it's Harvard University, Asian people are now grouped in with Caucasian. I have heard that. So you can uh, no longer be racist towards Asians. Because they are white, apparently. Uh, actually, well, I mean, if we want better to better be... than calling anyone that's Asian fucking yellow. Where did that even come from? I don't Honestly. know. Actually, that's a good question. Because I have never... Okay, and this may just be because we live in a completely different time than whenever that term was coined. I've never looked at an Asian person and been like, oh, they're not white. In fact, I would call them yellow. Who came up with that? Does it have something to do with like opium? Because I know opium was really <laughs> big in like the, the Middle East or wherever. It's not Asia. Well, it's kind of Asia. That is totally Asia. Asia. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you. Whenever you say the Middle East, automatically my brain is like, that's a different continent. Yeah, but no, it's literally all (laughs) Asia. It's literally all there. But like, I don't know. Because like, does opium turn you yellow? Uh, I feel like it discolors you, right? Jaundice turns you yellow. What what causes jaundice? Jaundice. This dick. Yep, I How knew was it. I about to say that too? John diss on this dick. What's even, that's up? Not even good. I was yeah, it's I was trying to clever. make it make sense, but I was like, John d- jumped on this dick. Yeah, John, John, John. diss uh, uh, me when she me, um, she uh, John diss uh, on John, my um, dick and your mom when, yellow. <laughs> um, uh, me when your mom um uh yeah <laughs> when I walk in when when I walk in shirtless, John dissed your dick and complimented mine. Yep, I said it. Yep, I said it. John dissed your dick. I mean, I guess it's kind of a stretch, though, but I guess it works. So I was having this conversation. I want to give Wyatt the floor in just a moment so we can find out Samuel L. Jackson's middle name. Mm -hmm. But I was having this conversation with my sister the other day. Absolutely. uh, Where we were talking about like racial slurs because yes. she didn't know that the word cracker came from cracking a whip. whip. Yep, exactly. She was which like, kind I of, just thought we looked like saltines. Which, and you know how often I actually hear that, which is actually alarming because like, yeah, the like the actual like root of some of these words is like alarmingly like unknown, terrible. Yeah, and bad. It's not like, great. Like absolutely awful. And in the context of history, a lot of those words are still super dark and gross. Oh, right? absolutely. But at the same time, and this is not a defense of any racial slur, I don't think I have to say that, but just in case, uh, we were just talking about the fact that a lot of them sound, without getting into specifics, uh, a lot of them sound super silly nowadays. And that doesn't make them cool or good, you know? No. But at the same time, like, it's just so strange that... For so long, especially in America, mm-hmm. people were calling other people, minority groups, very silly names, and they were used as hate speech. And, that, yeah. and, what, and it doesn't matter, because the silliness sounding of a word does not change the fact that they're gross and awful whenever Absolutely. they're used hatefully. Absolutely. But at the same time, it it really should just make any marginalized group feel a little bit better about themselves, that the best the racist people of the time could do was call an Asian person yellow, Uh, you know? So (laughs) it looks like what it was was a a Swedish taxonomist, Carolus Linnaeus, separated Homo sapiens into four continental types Mm. with distinct Mm -hmm. colors assigned to each. So he was color-coding people. Well, actually, so, like, what I've heard is that all of, like, the the races and stuff, they all, like, they, they... all uh, branch out of like three original like um, groups of people. I tribes, suppose you can call them tribes. That's groups. what a lot of uh, I guess so theologians call them. I don't know if historians yeah. still call them tribes. So but it yeah, matter. there's well, I guess four is the number is what what he just said. So yes, I have heard that before. Is that like all all of the races nowadays are like like can orig- like 
be traced back to this the, these four groups and all of the races we have now like today are just an amalgamation of multiple um so i have heard that uh what's samuel l jackson's middle name and then i want to get back to this because i want to say something like yeah, we are <laughs> still curious about this absolutely it's Leroy. Leroy, Leroy. Jenkins? Jenkins. Thank you. <laughs> fantastic. Um, do you really just charge in there? You fit Absolutely. in so well. You, you do fit in. Fantastic. Uh, all right. So I have two thoughts of what you just spoke on, uh, like the words being silly and everything. So one, I think it's unfair to, uh, I mean, I, I will stand by this in every facet, but I think it's unfair to judge the words back in the like 20 30 40 60 a decade or a a century ago by our standards because i think the big thing on like our generation is that one we don't really take a lot of shit seriously anymore which is which is both a good thing and a negative thing if you like depending um so like most of us want to fucking die you know what i mean like we don't give a shit you know what i mean like you can call me whatever like i don't give a fuck you know like i don't plan on being here for another another two years or whatever or like the planet's exploding the planet's exploding great zombies you know Absolutely. So I think, so talking about them being silly in today's standards, I think like is definitely you, it's, I mean, it's true of all things, right? It's not fair and we can't truly understand because we weren't living in those times. Right. Uh, And their understanding of the, the English language and whatever media they were ingesting has changed a lot over the years. The zeitgeist was different and we, we have the benefit of hindsight. That's a big yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Hindsight bias is like a huge thing. Yeah. Um, so it does make total sense that we would consider pretty much everything silly because I do think that even if we still give weight well, to a lot of things, we can also realize how frivolous see, a lot of uh, a lot of things that people did used to hold in high regard are. Absolutely. Because I was going to say, talk about like frivolous. Um, I mean. I, I think most people would agree. I mean, of course, there are still like, and like, I, I mean, it. So this could skew me as one way or the other. However, I will say that uh, we don't like. Again, I, I don't really know how to say this without without coming off of out as like, I don't know, privileged. I guess. Uh, however, I feel like nowadays racism is not taken quite as seriously as it was back then, um, by both the 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 victims of as well as the perpetrators. Um, because I feel like most most people nowadays is like, oh my god, this guy's racist. How fucking cringe is that? You know what I mean? Um, so, and, and which is like a, a big testament of where it is now, because obviously racism is still a problem, and I mean people are just assholes, and like you know that's just the reality. Um, however, are you raising your hand because you're racist or I, an asshole? Yes, yeah, uh, both, both of them. Yeah. that's why I raised two fingers. I was like, he's like, yeah, racist. Yeah, that's this guy asshole. right here. They go synonymous. Um, uh, However, I like so whenever we look at like the people who are either announced as racists, you know, or accused of racism or whatever, a lot of the time it doesn't it's then it is not because they're actually racist. However, whenever like back in the day, like it's like, oh, you're a racist, it's like, oh, well, I'm gonna fucking string you up in, in a tree or I'm gonna like I'm gonna go like run you down in my truck and I'm going to beat your ass. You know what I mean? So like, again, I, and I, I guess I don't know which terms you're talking about as sounding silly. However, I don't care if you call me a fucking, I don't know, biscuit, you know, you know, you're like, come here, biscuit, you know, but if you're the cracker went for the biscuit, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like you could, you could be yelling at me like you biscuit, but like you're bringing your, you you have like a, a four guys with you and you all have bats and like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think I would find that very, very comical. You know what I mean? More than fair. Honestly. Uh huh. So, yeah. <laughs> That's whenever you do the record scratch freeze frame. Well, I, I bet you're wondering how I got here. Uh, well, it was back in the summer of 69. When my mom and dad met, and they nice. made me. I don't know. With a 69? Yeah, with a 69. Uh, nice. So, like I said, I guess I don't know which terms you're talking about. However, I do know probably, like, one of the worst ones that I've ever, like, I've... It's not like very, I don't think it's very commonplace, but like the worst one that I know of um, and like the, where it originated. I know you want to interject, RT, so I'll tell you this here in a second, but what did you want to interject on? Ooh, cliffhanger. Ooh. Now I was going to say that uh, a lot of things, like the definition of racism itself has kind of changed a lot too, because it used yeah. to be just straight up not 
straight up killing somebody because they're a different skin color or not giving them a job or something like that. Well, now it's because you don't point out a dude's black. You're racist. Like, I think, I think, I think what you're, what you mean is the severity of which has has changed. Cause like, I don't know if I know like the definitions have changed. Um, but I think like the severity of like what can be considered racist has definitely dropped a little, but that being said, I'm also, I've never experienced, well, I mean, yeah, I, I guess most people wouldn't listen to me on this topic. And I totally understand what you're saying, RT, just because that's a huge thing right now, where in a way, a lot of the what you would consider liberal crowd are uh, very hyper aware of race, right? And that's not necessarily a bad thing, but it almost comes across to marginalized groups, especially whenever it is coming from people of privilege, it comes across yeah. as patronizing more than anything, um, right? Where these people who are ostensibly just people, right, at the end of the day, doesn't matter what you are, what race you are, uh, these people are just people. And to have their own race pointed out to them day in and day out, that's got to have a psychological effect where... It doesn't matter what side of the spectrum it's on, whether it is coming from a place of utter disrespect and xenophobia, or if it's coming from a place of almost good intentions, but, like I said, a lot of that shit can just come across as patronizing, right? Like, without getting too into uh, movies, because I promise I don't base all of my opinions on movies, but that's (laughs) the entire point of... Jordan Peele's Get Out. I've been on a big Jordan Peele. I kick. need to watch. Jordan I haven't Peele watched kick. a single movie, and they're on my list. I need to watch all of them. That's the entire point of Get Out, right? Yeah. Uh, so spoilers for a movie that's like five years old by this point. Well, I haven't seen it, so it's really not that big of a deal. It's still a great movie, but yeah, uh, the entire point it. is that these uh, super rich yuppie white people want to literally implant their brains into a black body because they believe black people are superior. So, <laughs> and, I, and so, and I want to inject there because I have three Riley thoughts. Reed. Oh, she's saying, married to a Russian, by the way. Is she? Yeah, Pasha the what? Boss, bro. He's one of my favorite individuals ever. He was on, so, okay, a, a quick tangent because <laughs> oh, I'm mean, thinking of Piper Perry, not Riley Reed. My no, uh, no, she did not marry Piper Perry. We'll talk no, no, about I'm thinking of the Piper dynamic Perry. duo, the dynamic <laughs> duo. No man is safe if she if they enter the room. Um, Good old snort and sniff right there. There you go. Uh, um, so yes, quick tangent. Then I want to get 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 back to uh, my points that I wanted to make. Uh, yeah. So Riley Reed got married to I don't know his real name, but his handle on Instagram is Pasha the Boss. They actually just had a child too, not too long ago. I saw which, that. Congratulations, that guys. Kid. No. Hey, whatever. That's fine. Riley, We've had a lot of porn conversations. Yeah, yeah he can't go anywhere on like Pornhub or nothing. Uh, well, give it like a two years and Riley Reed will not be on there. I mean, do you know who Alexis Texas is? Yes. How often? Okay. Well, never mind. I don't want to go down this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the Marines active duty. I yes. I know all of them. Anyway. Uh, so they just got married and yeah, he's, uh, he is a famous individual because he actually started one of my favorite, uh, tra- like tracer teams, called Farang, because uh, as we've spoken on the, the podcast before, I am a gymnastics coach, and back years ago, I got into it through parkour, free running, tracing, all of that. Well, parkour athletes are called tracers, but yeah, he is like one of the, like probably my favorite parkour athlete. Whoa, like in, I didn't know that. Yeah, dude, he's, I, he's awesome. Jason Paul, Don so, Tomato. So, 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 I saw that Riley Reed had a kid now, I yeah. did not realize that she was married to her, yeah. uh, her, her husband, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's super interesting. No, and good for them. Oh, you know, yeah. good for them. Because, again, like, I love Pasha as an individual. I think Riley Reed has made some questionable decisions, mainly her music career. Mainly oh, her I didn't music know about career. that either. You haven't heard her s- rap song? Oh, man, I probably have. Although, honestly. okay, another Top quick shout out. you could wish you could unhear. Uh, Riley Reed's rap song. Hey, you know, good for her for getting out of there out there and trying some shit you know whatever speaking of which she actually just released a uh a uh clothing line called 18 plus i saw that which, too and actually i was looking at it and like i would probably cop some of those clothes i like I th- some of it 
Uh, yeah, of course, not all of it. It seems kind of basic, raw, which I love, dude. I'm all about the basic, like, because again, like, I love your jet, like your sweater that you just gotten that you've got on. Shout out, cold ones. Uh, my dick hurts. Uh, you know, so shout out. It looks fantastic. However, I am a real minimalist whenever it comes to clothing. I like clothes that just don't have any markings or anything or maybe like one little symbol. Like literally, if we have like one little symbol that like if you know, you know, but you know, like you could look at a t-shirt and think it's completely plain and not see it. I love that shit. And I can definitely say that I think Pasha had a huge input on like her clothing lineup because it's if you look at Ferengs website and their merch, very similar vibes. Um, but yeah, big shout out. I, I might order some stuff. We'll see because it does look like that there's some good hoodies and shit. Honestly, we might just have to do a bulk order then. Just Absolutely. 18 plus. Absolutely. Dude, because that's such a good name for a, a, a fucking brand too. 18 plus? Fuck yeah. Yeah. So again, kudos to you, Riley Reed and Pasha the Boss. You know, like I, I'm pretty sure Riley Reed still has an OnlyFans. So like whatever. She's living her best life. Exactly, man. Yeah. Let, like like her Instagram handle used to be let Riley live. I'll let you live. You know, I think it's still is actually. No, it's, uh, it's like say hi. Hi to Riley or whatever. No, I think it's let Riley leave again. Mm, go ahead and double check. Bet, go bitch, to, bet. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's uh, say hi to Riley. It's let Riley live. Are you 100%? 100%. Hey, man. He had shout that out shit to you. on speed dial. Shout out to you. No, she, like, yeah. So good for you. I might be following. Don't worry about it. I got yeah, those I was, post I was, notifications on. I was about to say, you can't argue it, man. You pulled that shit up in 3.2 seconds. Just yeah, I'm it, like, oh, I actually saw it earlier today. So yeah. it took you 3.1 seconds to enter your passcode in your phone. Like it's it's facial recognition, bro. Uh, anyway, so back to what we were saying. So yes. uh, back to wow. I'll have to. We we really do just be bit bop bouncing today. Yeah, it's I, it okay. feels no, it feels good because it, it we have uh, some porn conversations, some clothing line conversations. No, no porn. We didn't yeah. talk about porn. I mean, I mean porn a adjacent. Bit. Yeah, porn, porn adjacent. adjacent. Yeah, you know, because again, like. A huge thing. Your past does not define you. Get out there. You know. Hey, do it. Do what you got to do. And like, I don't. I don't judge anybody off of their body count or what they did with their body. You know. Get out there. Explore. Have fun. Whatever. Every day is a day although, closer to me starting an OnlyFans. So. Although, uh, my biggest advice: if you want to get out there and you want to spread those legs or don't whatever give me you hope. Do, <laughs> uh, avoid the big three. Uh, what is it? AIDS, genital warts, and uh, herpes. Avoid those. I those, think those general warts and herpes are one and the same? I don't think so. Is it syphilis? Uh, no, syphilis is curable. My point is, is those three chlamydia is clear, curable as well. I the, know herpes the, doesn't go away. Giardia? Herpes doesn't go away. Uh, genital warts don't go away. So I think what you're thinking of Giardia is, is not a, an STD. Yeah, I don't. I actually don't know what that is. Are you thinking gonorrhea? But Giardia gon- is, no, I no. believe, a stomach. Giardia Gons- is the beaver fever. That oh. settlers would get from drinking contaminated water from beavers. I feel like I've heard that before. Uh, yeah, but I think what you're I got beaver fever. I think they what you're thinking baby. is genital warts and herpes. Like you don't have them all the time, but there are uh, like flare ups and stuff. Sure. Uh, just be careful. Wrap it before you tap it. Uh, maybe get like a, a a doctor's test. Make sure they're clean. You know. But like, hey, like if you got to ask for that, maybe like reevaluate who you're keeping with company but hey again no judgment anyway I mean, honestly i think it's just safe like even if you're in a relationship for a like, very long listen, time get tested absolutely you know like just be safe like because there's some shit that you just can't get away with uh, get a, like get rid of once you have it so like be safe guys uh Kay. this is a great episode <laughs> i'm feeling this this is awesome i'm feeling willy feel before so, you send it in to billy except for rt rt we're about to take away your microphone and Absolutely. your privileges. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> fantastic. Uh, Why it mute this man? So, uh, back to what we were saying. So, one uh, with like the whole like racism and stuff is like, yeah, like you know, some people are like, well, that stereotype's not harmful because it's positive, right? And like again. Whoa. Whoa, holy shit. What <laughs> the fuck god. happened there? Oh my god. Uh just because like the like you know, a stereotype or whatever may be seen as mostly positive, that can still be harmful, you know. It's so because like any reinforcement of a predisposition on a person is harmful. It's unhealthy. We, because whether yeah, whether they live up to those standards or don't live up to those standards and you'd like again, like it's just it's yeah, it's not good. Yeah. Well it's just odd because we inform a lot of our day-to-day decisions the royal we as in human beings right uh on first impressions and yeah even if it's subconscious a lot of times 
if you have any faith in a stereotype, it doesn't matter how positive you think it is, it can still absolutely be harmful to both parties. Absolutely. Well, and 25 cognitive biases. Every human being has 25 cognitive biases. Uh, those are like the main ones. I'm sure, yeah. I think there's a few more, but like those are like the main ones that whenever we make decisions, we're making them off of. Um, <coughs> yeah, I don't remember what the other two there. I know there were three things that I, I wanted to, to talk out like about on those on that tangent. Um, anyway, so you want to hear like the like the one of the darkest like racial slurs that like the history that like is so fucked up. Welcome to racial slur corner. Right. Welcome to surprise n words. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good name for a podcast. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I don't uh, know. I, it, that was a joke for yeah, everyone absolutely. out there. Um, Although, so, if anyone wants to take that, feel free. Yeah, feel free. I, I'm not gonna trademark that one i so. took my jacket off and i'm already kind of cold so i'm gonna throw it back on oh you uh, need to drink more cider yeah I'm, I'm down but anyway so uh and like i don't want to say it because like i don't want to uh like i don't know i don't want it to be for posterity That's posterity a good yeah so i will tell you that it has to do with zippers um <laughs> yes yeah you know what i'm talking about sure and it's like so, so do you actually know or like yes I do okay so if you don't know and I like I'm not gonna say it but it has to do with zippers and it comes from I believe World War One and um, if you knew who we were fighting in World War One you could kind of put it together but essentially where the term came from is because what they would do is they would just like they had a lot of tanks and they would just run people over with tanks and like they'd r- run over people's heads and shit and once they ran over somebody it would look like a zipper. That's see, that's fucked up. It's so fucked up, bro. Yeah, it's so fucking awful. And it's like, god damn. Like, obviously, I know what it looks like, and I can imagine that. I've never seen it, but god damn, if that don't give you, yeah, I'm sorry, but like, I like that's just awful. Like, that's just yeah, so man. terrible. And that's so terrible. And once again, that's kind of where the hindsight thing comes in, right. because even with historical context <laughs> and with the imaginations that we have, it is easy to kind of push it to the wayside and it's lame because i i think that we do need to remember that people can be really fucked up oh absolutely and even if we are in a point where we are more comfortable being blasé about this shit on both sides yeah uh, because there's no controlling who feels what way uh but i do believe that with the benefit of hindsight comes the idea, and I believe I've even talked about this idea before, that ideas are only as powerful as you allow them to be, and that does not take away any significance that uh, they may have to this day and also yeah. may have had in the past, yeah. right? But there is so much of that that we get to decide. And well, that is not to say, right, because it is a definitely a double-edged sword, like you said earlier, uh, with the younger generation being a bit more... I don't even know, loose, I guess is the word, because you said even people that uh, that are uh, very explicitly anti-racist, yeah. they can sometimes forget how how powerful a lot of this shit is. And right. this is not to get too terribly deep yeah, or, uh, or dark, but it's whoa. just like the... Uh, the shooting that happened very recently in Colorado Springs. I guess I didn't hear about this. Yeah. What? So uh, there was a shooting at a, uh, I believe it was technically a gay bar. Oh. And uh, it's just one of those things where I believe that we should give as little power to absolutely hateful people as possible. And I believe that making these things easier to talk about and also taking them less seriously may be part of that. Absolutely. But we also cannot forget how how destructive people can be very quickly. Yeah. Um, so what you just said helped me remember one of the things that I wanted to, to bring up, and that was uh, we're teetering on the, the – like, and the edge of a much larger com- conversation, um, and that is the idea of freedom of speech, right? You know, and it's like, again, it, and it, you kind of just hit on something that I, I would like to, to make a point of with that is that just like ideas, words, and conversation only has as much power as you give it, right? You know, and it's the same concept. You know, so many people are giving, like, words so much power and so many ideas so much power that it can become debilitating and everything. Um, yeah, but that's wild. I, I did not hear about that shooting and, like, 
man that's yeah that's that's wild when did it happen it happened within the week damn okay yeah and it's just one of those things where i think about it because they were actually able to apprehend the gunman uh, and there were some people on the scene that were like first response essentially and i was watching one of them talk and man i i actually did cry whenever i whenever i heard about it just because he was talking about the fact that he got to go home, you know, and yeah. he was he was an apprehender, and he got oh. to go home, and there were people there that had no no more or less of a right to life than he did, right? And they're gone now, and that's well, and so, and I think we've talked about this on a previous podcast. Is you know we we live in America, we are we're we're very fortunate to be where we live in the terms of. You know, we don't experience a lot of, I mean, there's still negativity, but like we do not see a lot of day to day. It's very different. Exactly. We don't see the awful shit that is like rampant in some of these other countries, you know, and it's like, again, like I get it. And like, and it's it's cool, you know, because like, you know, I like to think most people have a value on life and like they understand the impact and like how, how incredible it is that we are alive and we are able to, to go through our day and experience the things that we do, see our friends, see our family. Cause again, the reality is, is that this can be taken away so quickly by some really hateful people that can just come out of nowhere. Cause like in reality, and this is another thing is like one where we're a little desensitized to it. And I would say we're also a little, uh, I don't want to say, uh, like, we're really touchy with it, you know, because it's like, obviously, we don't experience this shit. So, like, whenever it does happen, it's such a massive thing. Um, it feels way more real to a lot of people whenever it happens close to home. Absolutely. Right? And that's one thing that I've never been able to relate to. Let me finish this thought real quick. You're uh, good. Do your thing. I want to I wanna hear what you have to say. So, because, so, whenever I say that, like, we're touchy and, like, we, we like... We're not quite as, like, we are desensitized to the idea of it, but whenever it actually happens, it's so traumatizing. Is be- So, like, because of that, we're always like, what's the reason? What's the reason? Why? Why is this? Why? Why? Why is this happening? And the reality is, is that there are just some really fucked up people out there. And, like, yeah, you know, they might say that the reason is race or the reason is sexuality. Or, or mental illness. Right. <laughs> well, not even, so, because, again, like, like without the idea of mental illness like they might go and say like hey well i hate all of this particular person uh, these these people of this religion religious group i hate all of this race you know i hate uh the sexuality you know whatever it may be they might say that but i i can tell you that most people like whether they have negative uh opinions or whatever anybody who is capable and willing to do awful and heinous things it is not because of your race it's not because of your beliefs it's not because of anything like that is because they are mentally ill and they are just some people are evil and most like most people who are evil and want to do bad like that are looking for any reason to do this i'll you know? even go i'll go one step further I'll, so i'll cover the two things that i kind of brought up right but a lot of people nowadays are starting to kind of lean into the fact that we use mental illness as a scapegoat in America. Yeah. Where most mentally ill people will never harm another soul in their life. Absolutely. And it can also be very harmful to I don't even know if the narrative is the right word. It can be a lot of it can be very harmful to people's perception. Because uh, yeah. the idea that only mentally ill people can commit acts of violence against exactly. other people is completely false and Absolutely. i don't think that we need to say that and just because someone like let's let's put it like this right let's say someone commits an act of gang violence yeah right usually you're not going to hear mental illness touted no. right but whenever it is someone that walks into a nightclub and opens fire on people that's whenever you hear mental illness right right and it really is used as a scapegoat we'll see and, and go ahead there's not I'm not saying that in a lot of these cases you cannot diagnose mental illness from these people because I believe it's something like almost half the population technically has a diagnosable I think it's like, mental illness. I think it's like 70% is what I've heard. Like there's uh, Different numbers get thrown around. Yeah. And and it like, doesn't matter. Like that's not the point. Right. Exactly. But, but, but that's the thing well, is that 
it can absolutely come from a mentally ill person, and I will not say that it it doesn't, right? But at the same time, to say that every single act of hateful or mass violence comes from a mentally ill person is actually taking away absolutely. a lot from and from everything, I, from the narrative that, that is coming out. I 100% agree because I have two thoughts on this. Is One, because um, the reason why like I think it is a higher number that like than like 50% than half is because mental illness is shown in so many different factors, right? And like honestly, most people who are mentally ill are far more likely to injure themselves, hurt themselves than they are to hurt somebody else, right? And at the end of the day, it's kind of arbitrary too because mental illness, while there are identifiable... Wow, I wish I could talk this episode. You're talking great. It's now. fine. Uh, but but uh, the diagnosable factors that we use, while they are technically empirically identifiable, yeah. right? Like if you were to put someone's brain in a scanner, right? You could absolutely tell differences. Yeah. At the same time, it's arbitrary because behaviors are diagnosed by people and we are the ones that absolutely. introduced and the see, ways to meter those people. And I 100% agree because the, my second thought on this is you're absolutely right. The Once you say this mentally ill person is like, w- like goes and commits this heinous act, well, like I have depression and am I mentally ill? Am I, you know, like it creates this stigma around the idea of mental illness. And it's like, okay, like everybody has those and like get through it. You know what I mean? Like you can, there are like, you shouldn't be ashamed of the way that you feel regardless of what it feels, you know? And even like, even like, because some people are, you know, like psychopathy, right? Psychopathy is a huge thing, especially in like people who like are, you know, in fields of, you know, violence, you know, uh, police officers, military, security, whatever it may be, psychopathy runs rampant, but that doesn't necessarily mean they're bad people. So like, again, if you have these tendencies for, you know, harming yourself or harming others, that doesn't mean you're a bad person. It's when you choose to act on the these feelings and act on these impulses where you you cross that line. Second thing that I wanted to say, because I know you want to interject, because uh, again, like whenever you say, because back to the whole idea of like creating that idea and that, that uh, perception, you know, whenever somebody goes in and they shoots up a, shoot up a gay bar, right? It's like, oh, a uh, horrible person shoots up a gay bar. All homophobes are violent, right? So now it's like then it becomes such a much much scarier topic. It's right? more polarizing. Exactly. It's such a it's a much scarier topic because now it's like if you are you identify as that sexual orientation, you're like, well, somebody just got killed for for being the way that I am. Like this is no longer a conversation of beliefs and personal personal like again, perception, it is now a fight for my life. And that is, again, where the polarization comes from, right? It's like we can no longer have a conversation about this because I need to protect myself. Yes. Wyatt. It's great that you say that because we were just talking about racism and that's the same exact way it is with racism. Exactly, and that's what that was yeah. my point. Because we just, we just assume that, you know, if you're whatever, you act a certain way, that everyone who acts that way is that way and they're gonna lynch you or they're part of the clan or whatever it may be they're gonna go yeah absolutely well and again like again kind of what you were saying cameron is like we we can't forget that these things happened you know we can acknowledge that and again like we need to acknowledge that you know we, we we have to understand what happened in history and what we went through however the conversation that we're having nowadays and again, maybe my privilege is showing, maybe it's, you know, maybe I don't have any right to speak on this, whatever it may be. However, the conversation that we're having while this violence is still happening, and there's a lot of violence in the world, uh, not all of the violence that happens is because of race. Not all of the violence that happens is because of that. Some people are literally just violent individuals. And again, it goes back to the gang violence, you know? And at at the end of the day, this is what I always think of. While... I think the biggest reason that this affects the living is because regardless of motive, it can inspire other individuals to perpetrate similar acts. Right? And even on the flip side, you know, whenever you attack somebody's identity, right? Like this is your identity. You can't, you can control it to a certain extent, but like, this is who you are. This is your culture. Of course, that's going to have such a, uh, you know, a profound impact. Exactly. You yes. know, they're going to have a strong reaction. Well, that's the thing. So, it, it does not matter what motive is, right? Right. Because 
if someone is going into a gay bar and shooting it up, that can inspire other people to do the same. Absolutely. Right? And that's that's very much the danger of freedom, period. Like, yeah. there's, there's no right or wrong answer to f- decipher this. That's just the way it is. Yeah. Like, if you want people to be truly free, regardless of the minute factors such as gun control that we deal with every day in America, it doesn't matter. Uh, horrible people are going to do horrible things. Absolutely. And, and it does not change the fact that things need to change. Yes. That is just the way it is as of right now, right? And that does not mean that we shouldn't do things to change it, but at the same time, I will say that that is the price we pay for freedom at the end of the day. And it's just so rocky because whenever I say that, it sounds blasé. It's like, oh, well, there's nothing we can do. That's not what I mean. Yeah. Uh, I just mean that... And, man, it's just so tricky to talk about because without even getting into politics, it's just like, I, I do genuinely believe that Regardless of how hard we try to become a utopian society or just do better, there are always going to be awful people. Yeah, and, so. and it, it doesn't go away. And all we can do as the individuals that are trying to fight against this actively is do what we can. That's and all see, we can do. And so I know, Wyatt, go ahead and interject because I do yes. want to say something. And I, I still have my second point to make, believe okay. it or not. But you're good. Wyatt, go for it. Okay. So you mentioned that like we have, like no matter what we do, bad people just do bad things yeah i was doing a research paper on uh school shootings recently and it turns out that every year that there was a school shooting like there are multiple like in the 15s or 20 per month um there are also higher amounts of like screenings at stores for guns so like it was almost word for word like there's more screenings at like stores it's the law of averages yeah yeah Yeah. and i found it 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 was kind of funky because i'm like those line up exactly wow shocking isn't it like we're we're getting tighter with guns and there's also more school shootings like what are we missing here because bad people are just going to do bad things (laughs) absolutely regardless they're going to get they're going to get it no matter how we feel well exactly and so and there's no right or wrong answer at least not in the way that human beings and our stupid monkey brains like to think about them, you know. I, I believe that a lot of people that genuinely believe in changing the world for the better, right, whatever that means, uh, have different ways to combat things like this. And mm-hmm. that is, I would say, beyond my pay grade, right? Like, I, I will not even get into it because... It's such a huge conversation It is. It's have. huge. And um, it, it's very important to have. And I think that it, even if it is just philosophical ramblings where we are just coming up with answers that may never be plausible in real life and in real implementation, I do believe that these are important conversations to have. Yeah. But the biggest thing, this is one thing that has stuck with me for a very long time. Uh, I won't dox us, Josh, but uh, we have actually been in an area that has been impacted by a school shooting. Yes. Right? It, yeah. it was years yeah. ago at this and point. I, I, so on that that point, I was actually impacted personally. Me too. Because of that. Uh, not, I would say indirectly, uh, secondhand, I was impacted. Just well, because, of course, not directly. I wasn't yeah. actually shot, but I was very, I was, <laughs> yeah. I was close to, to one of the victims. So. Yeah, exactly. And for so many, this is something I've thought about since that event happened, which is, like I said, been years. Yeah. But I think it did change a lot of my my core philosophy because a lot of individuals only make that kind of thing real in their heads whenever it hits close to home, right? Yeah. And even then, it's easy to compartmentalize. Absolutely. Where... It's so simple to, and I say simple not to uh, discredit anyone's hardship, but it's so simple to go through this event, right? Very traumatic. And it's almost natural to move on from it and not necessarily pretend like it didn't happen, but compartmentalize. And That's not think the keyword, right? Not think about it. Or even if you do think about it, it's just a sad event that happened in your life, right? And while that may be the case, I have never found any of this shit that's going on to be more or less real just because of how immediately it affects me. I agree. Well, yeah. Because, once again, such a crazy nuanced topic that there are so many different things going on in the human brain that I'm not going to pretend to know about all of them, but... It, it, maybe this is my own brain, right? Maybe this is just a me thing. We'll see if it's an us thing. Yeah. But I've always been so anxious, right? 
like clinically anxious yeah, yeah. that I have always been the person that's like, this shit could happen to me. Yeah. And even if it's subconscious, right? Even if that's never an active thought that people have, I have observed that a lot of people either don't think about it, period. Yeah. Or if something morbid or dark that is very real is brought up, it's automatically swept away because yeah. they don't want to face it. And one thing that I want to make very, very crystal is that this shit is real. Yeah. And unless we all face it, 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 and it doesn't matter in which way, right? Because there is no right or wrong way to face this shit. But if we don't stand up to this shit in some way or another, it's not going to get better. Yeah. Right? And even if it doesn't ever go away completely, I do believe that we are doing far fucking too little to to compartmentalize in the way that we do. So, let me... And that does not mean that we need to dwell on this day in and day out. We yeah. don't need to to anticipate the next terror attack so, or school shooting or, yeah. or act of violence against people in our hometown. But I do believe that we have to have the conversation. So, because uh, I do have some thoughts on, on what you just said, because I do agree. We, we have to do something about it. However, I don't think like the gun control and stuff is, is the answer. So... Um, I ha- so a few thoughts because we you kind of you kind of glanced over a lot of things there. One, you and I are pretty empathetic, you know, like we can put ourselves in other other people's shoes. I also think that self preservation is a huge like thing on our mind. You know, we're always like trying to do better, whatever. We're trying to get to the next better thing. Uh, Not self preservation, more like self actualization. Sure, better. That's a great. That's a much better word. I like that. Uh, so. A few thoughts on this. Uh, so, RT's getting antsy over I here. I know, he wants to say something. So let me, let me get through these thoughts real quick. Uh, one, uh, most people are so self-indulged and so so self-involved. And again, I think that's because of the state of the world. You know, like we uh, live in a world where your image is your brand and like Instagram, uh, you know, what we're doing now, right? Yeah, this we've is we've our made image. our bed culturally. Absolutely. Because it, it is not just a, a one-person problem. So, and we can blame whatever group of people we want to, even if, say, that's Silicon Valley. Right. People at the top, the 1%, right? Right. But no, we are all participating in the system. So, yeah, but that being said, everybody's so focused on themselves because they're looking for that, you know, going viral. They all want to be famous, whatever it may be. And, like, that, that, may, not, that, that may not be fair to say. Um, so I think so many people are so self-involved to, uh, same vein, social media is like a video game, you know, at this point, uh, most people probably, and again, like, I can't say this in, in like hundred percent, you know, terms and be like, this is what the problem is. But like a lot of people, I think view life as a game, you know, they, they view internet points as clout, you know, so a lot of people will do pretty wild things that are illegal or, quite heinous for those that internet clout um and then uh three uh, i'm so sorry guys yeah it's stop dying i am trying um actively so uh number three what needs to happen is exactly like you're you're saying is the conversation needs to be had however it kind of all goes back is to the uh self uh self-reflection you know because not only do we need to have this conversation but we need to make sure we're having the right conversation right and it kind of circles back to what we were talking about with the mental illness right there's so much there is so much stigma with the idea of mental illness and like because again these individuals who went and shot up a school or shot up the bar or whatever they didn't just wake up one day and was like I'm going to go kill some people, right? There was a process, you know, there is like, there was time. They, they either thought about it or they were like pushed, not necessarily pushed to it, but like it didn't happen overnight. I was just about to say, you're not radicalized. Immediately. Exactly. It's an experience. It's something that you live in. And it's a thought that, well, I'm thinking about it today. And like, no, not today. You know, it's like, no, 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 I shouldn't do this well, you know, let me think about it more, whatever it may be, right? It's not something that happens. So the best thing that we can do, in my opinion... Oh, uh, man, you're flimmy today. I've I've been dealing with this for a week, so I'm so sorry, guys, if I I sound awful. We'll get you an allergy pill. Uh, Just give me another cider. Um, So uh, the conversation 
the right conversation needs to be had and the conversation should not be surrounded by guns or it should not be surrounding guns or or weaponry or anything like that it should be the uh understanding and the breakdown of information whether it be our own thoughts and whatever it may be um another little side point that i wanted to make because you were talking about the the cost of freedom you're right violence and like letting heinous people act is definitely a cost of violence or a freedom however i think the idea of being free to make these choices is actually empowering because it's exactly like what you said it starts with us and if we choose to do better and we choose to perpetuate the idea of love and compassion and empathy that's the best thing we can do. I agree. So, I'll, there, there's a lot to unpack there, too. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. So, first and foremost, I think that in this modern era that we live in, we forget how empowered we are. Yeah. Because we have a more even playing field than we've ever had before. And that is not to say that it is perfect because there is so much minutia that does affect what information gets where, right? There are a lot of algorithms controlling our life. But at the same time, this is still a more even playing field than we had 100 years ago, okay? Absolutely. And whenever we see heinous things being done every single day, we can feel impotent because what the fuck are we doing, right? Mm -hmm. We're living our Mm day-to-day. It starts with us. Absolutely. It does. And without getting into guns, right? Because that is touchy in and of itself. Yeah. I don't even completely disagree. But to say that guns are not a part of the conversation can also be dangerous. And that is not to say that you're incorrect, right? Yeah. I just believe that the way that things are handled, uh, especially in America, because that is the best... That is the the case in which we live in currently. Yeah, uh, that's the only thing that we can base our experiences yeah, off of. I, I believe that it is part of the conversation. It always will be. But that is not to say that it has to be the one way or the other that we've been kind of in this game of tug of war with for the past 50 years, right? Yeah. Where this, is, this has been something on my mind lately too, right? We are very bad once information is disseminated and once a narrative is built, right? People that are taking in all of that information, right? Build opinions based on that information, okay? Not necessarily bad, but human beings are very bad at getting to the root of those problems, right? Absolutely, I 100% agree. Once we have a scapegoat, Whatever that scapegoat may be, that is what we then make the talking point. Yep. Instead of going, hold up, let's back up 80 fucking steps. Let's find out what we can do to nip this in the bud as much as possible. Yeah. But instead, we allow these cycles to perpetuate themselves because we are okay with finding something or someone to blame. Well, and I was going to say, so like, and because this is starting to run a little long, so we might have to wrap this up here we pretty might. quick. But in the in my closing statements, and just so you can get to yours, yeah, I think that we are very keen to find villains. And that's well, that's humans in general. We, think, we like to have an antagonist. Sure, and, a reason, right? And whenever we go, hold up, it's way more complex than we give it credit for. That's where our brains start to get real confused. Well, and I think that's also like where it's like, so my my closing statements on this and why the conversation is so hard to have is, you're absolutely right. It is a massive conversation to have and there are so many different variables and there are so many different problems that go into it. And like, this is a huge problem to have and it's a huge problem to fix. Like there, I don't, I honestly don't think there really is a fix for it. You well, know? once you open um, Pandora's box, there's no closing it, right? right? Um, and that's just humanity in general, where we're never going to stop progress. So I think, or, or what we call progress. We're never going to stop moving forward. Yeah. And that can be to our detriment. Right. That can be to, so. to our, I don't even know, that can be to our benefit. But at yeah. the same time, regardless of what that is, we're never going to stop moving forward. So what we need to do, what... Everyone, myself, Josh, everybody needs to get better at doing is moving forward in a way that we can be not just proud of, but in a way that we can be at peace with. 
Yeah, well, but the problem with that is like it's obviously different for everybody, right? Like everybody's like perception is different. But uh, I don't so. think that's a problem. It, mm. it makes things trickier, right? Well, that's but, it. Well, and see again. So right there, you okay, said it go. makes it trickier, and that's my point. Is this is a, a huge problem, and this is a complicated conversation to have. And you know, most people already live such complicated lives, so I don't think necessarily they want like m- like people want to find a scapegoat or a villain villain or whatever it's just i don't have the energy I don't, I don't i don't have the time you know i've got i've got 20 different things that i'm already focusing on i've got this project due i've got you know not because again like and i think this is a huge <laughs> kind of dip into politics but and then just dip a toe in i think this is a big problem with it is whenever you try to tackle 50 different problems at once one it's overwhelming and two you're never going to get anywhere because you're never going to get make any meaningful progress in any single direction you know i believe it was fahrenheit 451 the book i still haven't read it i need to read it oh my god uh there are certain things oh go again yeah go ahead yeah you're muted this whole podcast has been like you i need to watch that I need to read that. Yeah, I haven't heard about that. Welcome anymore. to the podcast. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. You haven't you haven't been listening, have you? Yeah, that's literally every episode. Obviously not. I haven't <laughs> seen it. I haven't watched it. I haven't read it. <laughs> okay, so yeah, uh, Fahrenheit four fifty one, I believe, is the book where there the term crisis fatigue is coined. Where in a lot of dystopian novels, right, in a lot of dystopias that uh, people imagine, we don't get any information. It's like North Korea lockdown, right? No, uh, in I I believe truly. This is not me being hyperbolic. I believe that we are in a uh, a dystopia right now. I agree. It's just not nearly as sexy as the books make it out to be. No. That's all it is. Nothing uh, ever is. Because crisis fatigue, whenever you're living it, it's not nearly as sexy. No, not at all. Yeah, I, Like literally me, sexiest man alive. I don't Blade feel Runner? sexy. This isn't like anything like Blade Runner. <laughs> what? Yeah. I mean, LA is essentially the same, just not rainy. <laughs> what? Wait, what? Hunger Games? What did you say, though? I said I was supposed to be able to murder a bunch of teenagers. Oh, okay, we'll uh, get you're not that helping this yeah. conversation. Yeah, we'll that get into that later. Right now, okay, okay. Sh- shut the fuck up. Uh, so <laughs> we're gonna mute you. Mute him. So, and, and if we run over, this is just because this is a very important topic, Wyatt. Uh, but uh, this is where well, this is what I was getting at. A, a lot of dystopias kind of censor everything, right? Like that's a big point in a lot of them, a big, big motif. Uh, in Fahrenheit 451, they still do absolutely burn books. Like, that's a huge thing. But on, like, the news and shit, they're literally just telling them what's wrong every single day, right? Yeah. And yeah. they're so overwhelmed. And this is how people work in general. This is this is totally real. That they're so overwhelmed by crises every single day that they literally cannot find the fucking energy to care about a single one of them because they have so yep. many. Yep. And that is... It is prolific because yeah. it is real shit that is happening today. Prophetic totally. doesn't matter, but yeah, prophetic. So, yeah, and this is this is my closing point. Okay, uh, and it's you. See, this you is such know. a huge conversation. Well, yeah, yes. it's so, so hard to, to put a closing statement. It's not on bad this. because I I tried to speak broadly for that right. reason, right? Right. Because I'm not trying to solve these problems, no, but I think it's very important, especially in uh, like the public sphere where we're having this conversation. I think it's important to ta- touch on these points and. Not tell people what to think, but tell them, hey, maybe it's important to think about. You know, maybe it's important to just question what you think. Yeah, and not even maybe not even question or but get just to the root. Look thing, into it right? exactly. exactly. Uh, un- unpackage. Unpacking is huge yeah. because we don't do that very often. No, I feel like not at all. E- even me, I I could probably do it more, but then I would uh, need a Xanax prescription. Okay, so uh, thing. This is a thing, and I always sound so far up my own ass. I took one philosophy course in college. <laughs> I promise, like, I'm not some philosophy geek. I love... I uh, absolutely I, Well, I love it, right? But whenever you say you like philosophy, you're automatically, in people's heads, some type of dude. Pretentious. Right? Yeah, and well, whenever dudes say it, too, whenever dudes say they're into either movies or philosophy, I find them abysmal. Oh, and I God. like both of those things, yeah, right? Absolutely. But, like, I don't associate with people who say they like those things sure. because they don't... They don't like it the way I like it. Right. I'm like, no, I, I enjoy it. Like, don't right. get me wrong, but y'all are fucking abysmal to be right. right. Okay. Right. So w- 
whenever I say shit like this, I don't want to come across like... Okay, finish your, finish your thought. It's okay. Philosophy. No, it's important to me that I make this clear because we, yeah. I, whenever I hear shit like this, I'm You're like, oh, oh my fucking God, gag shut the, the fuck fork. up. Exactly. Oh God. That's why I have to preface. I get it. I get That's it. I, I get it. I get it. But we're fully self-aware on this pod. Exactly. We try to be. We try fuck. to be. Yeah, there but, we go. But a lot of <laughs> philosophers back in the day, right? Like what we now know as philosophers. Yeah. Used to literally gather, share ideas, right? Yeah. Literally get into fist fights, fist fights with each other. A lot of uh, philosophers were wrestlers. Yes, they used to Play-Doh? actually like physically yeah. exert themselves, Absolutely. in order to assert their ideas. Yeah. yeah, and then they would all go out and drink together and hang yeah. out. And yeah. I want to get to a point. This has always been a goal of mine in my life: is to surround myself with people that I can do that with, because I'm not here to agree with people. Because we don't get anywhere by agreeing on shit, right? We'll wrestle after this, RT. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But we don't get anywhere by agreeing wholeheartedly. No. And not only that, but we don't get anywhere by unpacking the same talking points that are tired yep. and old by this point. Yep. We have to get to the roots of things. And wh- that's a very broad statement just because this is it, an hour-long podcast yeah. and we can't get into everything now. But... I just want us to be able to unpack more shit. And maybe question is a good word because once again, whenever we talk about questioning things, I find that to be like the paranoid schizophrenic conspiracy theorist kind of thing. But <laughs> They're in my walls. Exactly. But I do think we should question what makes us tick and also Absolutely. why information is spread to us in the way that it is. I and not only that, agree. Not only that, because I, I am not... While I do believe that information is absolutely controlled in horribly biased ways, yeah, I also believe that there are a lot of people who know that, but that doesn't mean that they're going to do anything about it. Right. So I just want all of us, collectively, to be able to have these conversations and not make it feel like we want to murder each have other. A conver- be able that. to have a conversation with somebody you disagree with. and it, But not even that. I yeah, I get what you're saying. You know? Like, like, and that's why it's so yeah. nuanced. Even even that talk is so nuanced. Yes. And it, 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 yes. Josh is giving me the tone down, tone yes. down. But <laughs> it, it's just frustrating because... Absolutely. It, it's, very, it's very complex, and it always will be, and that's not a bad thing, but we all have to... Even if it's in our own little way, where it is completely different from someone else's little way, we have to get better at this shit. K. Wyatt, cut it. (laughs) Cut that shit. RT, sign us off. (laughs)